Hi, I'm Ashley Appa. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week, we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap the iconic series. Where everyone is hot and no one calls an adult. Let's, Let's go, go, bitches! bitches. Hello, 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 Ash, Ashley, how are you? Hey, Haley. I'm well, how are you? Oh my God, that worked so well for my name. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. We just had a big catch up because we always have to have an hour chit chat <laughs> before we start recording. We were supposed to start recording literally an hour ago. Yeah. But you know, the girlies, the girlies have to talk. They have to talk and they have to girl. The girlie's got a girl. And unfortunately for us, there's goss. So we've had to we've had to be <laughs> gossing about the goss. Okay? There was goss and goss, goss, goss. Just we like be, we the people be... in Rosewood gossiping in the town square about murdered little girls. Exactly. We all have Wilden to do it. Wilden is a, a piece of shit, but who are we if not little Wildens just popping up to be like, <laughs> there's goss? <laughs> Sorry to be a little Wilden. Hey, little Wildens. So we're just, it's just Wildens world and we're all living in it. <laughs> Wildens world. Uh, but it's nice to dip into the world of these pretty little liars and these oh, little Wildens. These little Wildens. Hayley, what does Australian streaming service Stan have to say about this epi? Okay, so episode six, The Remains of A. Stan, season three. Season three. Um, <laughs> Just in case you all forgot, season three, Stan says, a new clue could lead the girls down the wrong path. Oh. Wow. Interesting. There you go. Heaps of juicy detail. It's time to hear. From the (gasps) 12-year-old. My girls. The girls, they are here to give us a breakdown of the episode. Pop quiz time, babies. was directed by Norman Buckley, icon. Important. We loved. It was written by Maya Goldsmith Slay. Slay. And this episode came out on July 17th, 2012. Happy birthday to all the July 17th babies, including Camilla, <gasps> Queen, Courts, Queen Consort of the United Kingdom. Oh, wow. Okay. Donald Sutherland. Great. David Hasselhoff. Okay. Billy Lord. Jason Clark. Carrie Grant, no, Carrie Hart. Okay, I was going to say Carrie Grant. Don't know who Carrie Hart is. I'm only doing the ones that I recognize their faces, of course, uh, or names. And you know what? There's not many for this date. So happy birthday. Hayley, would you like to guess what the number one song was on July 17th, 2012? Oh, I was like, who's Carrie Hart? And I'm like, oh, it's Pink's husband, partner. There we go. Happy birthday, husband Pink. That lives, that Somewhere in my brain is registering that. And you know um, what he probably said? So what? I'm still, I'm still a, rock a rock star. star. I got my rock moves and I don't need um, We love. Because I'm born on July 17th. Happy That's birthday to him. <laughs> For today. What do you think the number one song was on this fine day? Okay, so surely... Um, because last week it was still Carly Rae Jepsen, my queen. I think I'm just going to mix it up by guessing something else. Um, 
But I hate that because I, I can't think of what else it could be. So what is it? It's June? July 17th, 2012. July 17th, 2012. Take me to there. What was I doing? I was in my well, second year of uni. Set the scene, winter 2012. Winter. For us, of course, Australia, canonically. Yeah. Winter in July. Andrew, canonically. You know what? For the purposes of time, I am going to place my bets yet again on Carly Rae Jepsen. <gasps> I'm not feeling confident about it, but I am going to do it. Well, guess what? What? You're correct. Oh Once my again. god! Carly Rae yes, is it was a huge one. song. It was a huge song, and there you have it. So now I feel like this is going to warp my view of this segment as well like next time a new song comes in i feel like i'm going to guess that for another four weeks of course but that's but that's the the beauty of this segment or maybe i won't learn i hope i don't learn (laughs) or maybe i won't learn it's very funny for the listener's sake we have to hope i don't learn because learning is for losers it actually is and Haley is a winner because she guessed it correct Ah! important so now maybe call me the twelve-year-olds, because call me an adult. I'm about to, and call me and yeah, call me an adult. It's probably better than what I said. Nah, let's this is see perfect. what our little angels have written about this. Our episode. gorgeous girls. All right. <clears throat> Garrett's case may be closed due to lack of evidence. Ted invites Hannah to a thank you party for all the volunteers at the ter- at the church. Jason tells Spencer he found April Rose, not a person, but an antique shop. Hannah and Toby arrive at the church party while Spencer and Jason arrive at the antique shop. Arya finds thousands of dollars in Ezra's sock drawer while he's in the bathroom. Spencer finds an anklet that belonged to Allison that had gone missing. Emily arrives at the party and sees Holden. Emily sees the same eye tattoo from her flashback on his wrist. Holden shows her that it is erasable and it is for some sort of club slash party. Holden tells Emily that he used to see Maya there. Emily tells Hannah about her conversation with Holden. Spencer's father tells her that an important evidence, that is what it says, that an important evidence in the Garrett Reynolds case was turned in last night and he knows she turned it in. It turns out the police have been looking for the anklet for two years. Traces of Allison's blood was found in it along with someone else's blood. Then Spencer receives the following test the following text message. Hey Spence, I have one more surprise for you. Garrett isn't their killer. A. And then there's an A ending where A looks at rooms for rent in the newspaper and calls a number. Ooh. Ooh. There was a lot of telling in that. that. I would like to say that. That was a chaotic one. It was chaotic. And for some reason, they really focused in on the Holden stuff, which I would say isn't. It was such a small scene. I guess it was a Holden. We haven't had Holden for a while. So sometimes you, you know, when you get him. You have to lean in. You know what I mean? You have to celebrate. You know how I feel about Holden. Did that? Where did that storyline go? I can't remember the resolution. He has other a heart issue. Like Arya and Ezra were no longer sneaking around. As we know, they Andrew canonically made out with their masks off at the masquerade ball. Yeah. So and I think I guess attended- the plot just ended there. I think so. And now because when he showed up, I was like, Rosewood. I thought you were dead. Honestly, <laughs> I could have because you're not a dead girl in this town no one cares about you but i don't know he could have died he could have died yeah but he's not he's at the church he's praying he's praying speaking Uh, of the church 
This episode begins with Hannah deciding that they're all going to arrange for A to meet them in the church that night because Hannah's like, yeah, it's always barren at night. No one's in there. And Hannah is now in her revenge post-breakup era of like, this person broke me and Caleb up. I'm going to fucking slit their dick off. Which we like. I think we need her activated. Mm. I think she's been very flop recently. I do reckon, um, you know, trying to meet what we think is a killer, what we know is a killer, Mm. A, in a church at night in Rosewood is flop. It's flop. It's flop. But it's important for the show. Yes. And and, and we know that churches in Rosewood, it means spook. It means chaos and it means... Literally every building except the cafes are spook. But the church yeah. especially. The church in Radley. Ooh. Ooh. Um, oh. they So they replaced Garrett's note with a fake one to like lure A or whatever. Mm. When Hannah's standing over <laughs> Mrs. Reynolds' hospital bed and she's like replacing the note, it was like not outer body is not the correct phrase, but I just can't think of it. But it was like a rare moment where I'm watching the show and I'm like, these are really teenage girls who are not, who should not be this equipped. Mm-hmm. And I know that's like, yeah, you can say that about every episode, but I like felt it <laughs> so much of like, Hannah's just like standing in front of like a comatose woman. Yeah, And then the comatose woman's flatline. Yeah. Like I'm like, get the fuck away from this woman. If she dies, it's your fault. It's crazy. I don't know. Cameras. There's got to be cameras. You were hospitaled. Yeah. I don't know. It's like they've done worse things or they've been exposed. I don't know. But I was like, it's the first time I really saw her as like a teenager where I'm like, you should be, I don't know. This is crazy. I love it. doing this. But we live laughing. Of course, we love it. Next, Aria is using her old camera, which... May I say, the film for would be very expensive. And she's just taking snap after snap after snap of fucking Ezra in his PJs doing bad poses and they're having like a photo shoot and a song's playing in the background that's like, you'll make me so happy. Yeah, they really were like, you want to feel this way. When there was the reveal of Ezra in PJ pants, that was really scary. And I was like, (laughs) I wrote, I'm like, I don't want to see Ezra in PJ pants. And then Mm -hmm. I kept looking and I was like, or do I? Or do I? Honestly, I want to see him stark naked personally. He is hot. But like the, I've said this before. Without the Aria intimacy, anywhere nearby. Yes. It's like the intimacy of him wearing like pajama pants is dark. Oh, and there's an it's, intimate thing that comes later with him also. We'll God, get to. don't. Also, Ezra being like, because this is Ezra's broke era. Okay. He's in his um, era. And I've already ranted about him being a manipulative cunt about the money stuff. So I won't yes. go too into it. But when he's like, we got to pool our resources. We're down to our last pack of ramen. I'm like, this bitch is in school. Aria's in school. Go make your own money. Mm-hmm. Go work at a cafe. Go she work at a bar. She does not live with you. She, she should not be contributing to any food in your house. Yeah. If you cannot afford to have a girlfriend who who can't live out of her parents' home, maybe don't be a fucking pedophile legitimately like you, this is on you to go make if money your yeah exactly if your livelihood and ability to eat is dependent on having someone else contribute maybe get a girlfriend who is of the same i don't know yeah. legal age as you 100 Le- percent. 
It was just so, I, the audacity of that fucked me off. It annoyed me. And then I was also thinking that it's funny how, I think we've said this, but I'm like, it's funny how Aria's thing goes from being a writer to being a photographer. That's so true. It's so quick. Right? Because in the pilot, she's like, I want to be a writer. Like, it's a whole thing is that she's like like a writer. Photography. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then I don't know what happened. Like, I don't, I can't remember like where she goes career wise, but. I think the photography suits the show better. Yeah. But anyway, it's just funny the way it's like, oh, that's her thing. That's always been a thing. I'm like, girl, I don't think so. No, me neither. We were there when you wanted to be a writer. And will 911 never forget that you wanted that 901 free at last. Speaking of 911 <laughs> free at last, oh, Turkey. that's such a good transition. He's here and he's slaying the construction game. People are asking him, to do custom jobs in their houses for him and Spencer is distracted. This is crazy. He's like, I'm literally an architect. Not really, but he's essentially like architects like offering me jobs or some shit and she's busy Googling April Rose or whatever. This hurt me. I was like, Toberki is thriving. Also, Toberki being like 17 or 18, like that's an, I forgot in this scene that these are teenagers. He, and he, like, has his own little loft and he's doing all this business. And then my next note, important, it says, Toberki want fuck. <laughs> he does. He does And she's fuck. like, same. Because she she's needs like, a stress relief. But then Peter Slay Stings is a cock block. And he arrives and he's like, oh. He can block my cock. He can block my cock. He can sock my cock. Turn that O into a U. I don't have one, but he could if I did. He could. It's so he gets back from a run and Spencer's like, How was your run, Dad? And he's like, I miss the days when you ran with me. And I'm like, Okay, Daddy Hastings, like go go for a run on your own. I don't know. Sorry. Deal so with things it. Are codependent with your child. No buttercreams for Spencer, obviously, in this house. <laughs> Not in diet house. Not in diet house in this economy. Even the dad's running. Running away from the restrictive eating habits of those four walls. It's Diet House. I guess, more importantly, it turns out that Garrett's case may be closed due to a lack of evidence. (laughs) That's spooky. Also, I have trivia. This is my own trivia. I've just... um, Nolan North, who is the gorgeous, scary Daddy Hastings, (sighs) voices um, the character David in The Last of Us game. Wow. Trending topic. Because I was like, look, when I was watching The Last of Us, I was like, Googling the cast or something, I don't know. And I found Nolan North. I'm like, <gasps> Dale. <laughs> it's Peter Hastings from PLL. I'm like, never going to watch The Last of Us. I'm so sorry. I'm so scared of zombies. So scared. I only tuned in for episode three. The well, one I that- heard it's important, but I would also like to let every no- everyone know when I lived in LA, I was offered three different jobs in and around like the as a writer's PA and writer's assistant for The Walking Dead. And I had to watch just the pilot. And it was so scary to me that when I didn't get any of the jobs, I was like, thank. No, I did. I was offered the jobs, but they all then were rejected because of visa reasons. And I kind of was like, it's shit. But also, thank God, because there are so many cardboard cutouts in those offices of actual zombies. That's yuck. Okay. With The Last of Us, because I also just like don't want to watch it. No interest. Episode three, the one everyone's talking about with our Murray Bartlett Murray and Bartlett. Nick Offerman, 
is a standalone episode. There's like 10 minutes at the start of plot, 10 minutes at the end of plot, and then the rest of it is like their love story. But is there it zombie? Will... No, only at like the start, I think. Like truly, but also if you don't want to like weep. Um, I love to weep. I was ruined. I do recommend it. It's gorgeous. It's Nick Offerman mm-hmm. like you've never seen him, but somehow exactly how you see him. Mm, I love and that. And Murray Butler just being hot. Of course. Charming. S- sexy. Slay Aussie King. Slay. Let's get him on the pod. He's very busy. Anyway, that I was my trivia. Can. If there's any Last of Us people listening, which I assume there are, there you go. You probably, you might have known that. Enjoy. Next, Spencer meets up with Jason to talk about April Rose and Peter is spying in his car. And Daddy. I would like to say that the registration on his car says 9-11. <gasps> free at last, free at last. Nine, never forget never forget free at last important uh, an easter egg happy easter to all the <laughs> eggs out there happy easter to all the eggs i mean they're having like a chat on a park bench on main street go hide yeah like do a better job i'm on team daddy hastings King of the running, king of the buttercream. Where the fuck is Byron? Sorry. Ugh, don't be sorry. Where, truly. Where is he? Mm. Not here. Anyway, Byron might not be here, but at a rummage sale, this time outside, Ted is here. <gasps> and that's what I wrote. I've also written that in Jason and Spencer's conversation, he says that oh, he yeah. thinks Ian and Garrett were paying the girls, or pa- sorry, paying girls, paying other girls outside of who we know to set up their friends and that might be who april rose is and then he also says that he thinks maybe ian was filming everyone for someone else Ooh, nat club the nat club is so feral which obviously like we know yes it just and for jason to be like he obviously has remorse over it because i think yeah, he has remorse over it, but he's like, man, high school was a blur. I'm like, you did, this is horrible. This is a cancelable yeah. offence, my dude. You did some horrible things, guy. You, did some really, you enabled and did some really horrible things. Speaking did of horrible NAT things. NAT club, just quickly, because I don't remember, like, um, kind of, because it becomes a greater thing later. Later, yeah. Um, but even now, did they just film, like, did they just spy on women or are they, like, filming, like, what? I can't remember. Okay. No, I just couldn't remember either. And I was just like, "Mm, am I missed? Okay. I'm not sure. Send us a DM if you do know the answer. Um, Also, I know it's like a plot thing, but I also wrote that everyone is very good at having quick catch-ups on this show. Like Spencer and Jason have like a five-minute chat and then exit. Whereas you and me... Impossible. ...have an hour check-in. And I saw you on like three days ago. But you know what? That's real friendship. So I'm je- I'm just jealous. I'm like, I don't know how to have like a five minute catch up with anyone. I'm a chatter. <laughs> Sorry, little Miss Chatterbox. I'm a chatterbox. Sorry. She's right here. Oh, and then Aria finds a shit ton of money. Yes, a Ziploc bag full of cash in Ezra's sock drawer. In Ezra's sock drawer. And this is where we almost see Ezra's dong as he puts a robe on. And I would like to say it made me angry because he looked hot as fuck. He, this was again, like, I was like, show me that dick. It was hard. Um, well, it, and it was hard. <laughs> and it was hard. 
It was weird because he's such a stunning creature. Oh, Mr. God. Ian Harding makes us all Harding, obviously. Absolutely. But because he's here and like, oh my God, if it was anyone else in the scene, I'd be like, yum. But like, instead of Arya, but because he's in his hair, it made him look more mature. And him in like a robe is like a man in a robe is a is a mature image. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like a 30 plus image, which is not to say we should all have dressing gowns are my favorite thing in the world. You should all have Important. them. Get a robe. Any age. But yeah, it was just like a mature look and it made me feel uncomfortable. Made me conflicted. Sham. It was a sham. It was a, no. It was a. It, it was a. Yes. It is a sham. It a was sham. half prom, half sham. Because I was just like a beautiful man. I thought you said it was a absolutely. Puff. It was a puff. Took a puff. No, puff like, of his. This? Take a puff of his dick. It's a puff. Got a cigar-shaped dick. Oh, One more thing on. Not plot related about this scene. Ezra's, have we said this before, that Ezra's bed has got to be a king single. It does not look like a double. <laughs> it is small. It is small. It's small. I don't know. Call the police. <laughs> Man too old to have small bed, like small children. Well, Coincidence? More just like, I, I think not. Do him and like Ari and him like sleep in there together, I assume. I don't know. It's too, it's too small for my, it's spooky. For, for my blood. Queen, too small for my blood. And speaking of blood... We almost see Ezra's throbbing dick. Next, um, Puff. Spencer says, <laughs> I don't know who she says this to, but I wrote it down. She says, what's with you? You're acting like a pod person. And I said, what? Oh, um, what is a pod person? Who is a pod person? What is a pod? Fuck. I've got a note about her and Hannah hanging out at the grill. Um, I think it's it might about. be Hannah, but in my head, this was like Emily or something. But Emily's also, I have no notes on Emily until a bit later. Yeah, me too. Anyway, but my note when you said that is Spencer and Hannah at the grill and then Spencer suggesting that Garrett might be taking instructions from A. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, So it might be, ha- maybe, might be maybe Hannah. Maybe it's Hannah. What's a pod person? Like a what robot? P- like Or like maybe. someone that's. Pod person. Someone that eats a lot of pods, which is an Australian <gasps> snack. Are they Australian? I think they are. There's Mars I bar love ones, there's Snickers, Snickers ones. Snickers pods. Mm. So just I'm just looking up pod person. <laughs> I'm just looking up pod person. Because <laughs> I a conf, a conformist person, especially one who lacks personality or originality. Our lovely Americanos and anyone else, if you use the phrase pod person in a derogatory way um, or you know like a, a more a different meaning please let us know please tell us what is pod oh because like okay it was also like pod people are a thing from invasion of the body snatchers so i'm like i don't know if it's like oh, a zombie okay oh so much zombie talk oh my god it's scary i hate it it's scary oh my god it's so no, scary. no 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 anyway Next. that's pod people corner and that's pod people corner that's Pod People Corner from your favorite pod person. Next, <gasps> Peter confronts Jason and to leave Spencer out of it. He's like, yes. well, come on, let's, you know, let's just, whatever, let's leave Spencer out of it. And then Jason has a, a snipey little comment about, like, you're my dad. It's, he doesn't say it like that at all, but that's basically what he says. My two notes for this scene were. Daddy Hastings want Jason wants Jason to leave Spencer alone, and 
Daddy Hastings and Jason doing a scene together is hot. Important. Hot and boys. It was just, it was a, it was cool. It was fun to watch them play. Hot I love that like when a parent hot. is like in an episode, they really, it's like, like Byron doesn't exist today. We haven't Ugh. seen Peter Hastings for a while, I think, but he's back and he's in every scene. As he should be. And yeah, as he should be. We love. Next, Ashley and Ted are going ah! on a date. Oh my gosh. Because I think Hannah's like, he's a goober. And she's like, well, <laughs> I'm the goober's date. Or something or like i don't know and i was oh my god she i think what she says is i'm gonna fuck that goober i'm gonna fuck and suck and goob the house down boots hot as mama loves tango hot mama loves tango in the style of matt rogers have you heard of christmas i heard there's a goober i'm a definitely fuck that goober and if you get that reference you're a true fan of that's beautiful the lost culturistas universe next Emily has a flashback to the fateful grave robbing night and and she has that flashback after walk, seeing a restaurant across the street and she's like, oh, I went, I've been here before and she goes in. And I think I've been to this cafe before and I didn't like the ending. And the ending was remembering taking the hand of someone with an eye tattoo on their wrist. Ooh. Yeah. I feel bad for like Emily she... in this episode. She's got such a nothing vibe going on. Yeah. But that's important. Like, that's not nothing, that... but more just like she's barely in it. Yeah. Uh, also, Spencer thinks April Rose could be another cop helping Garrett get away with murder. Ooh. But then they find out April Rose is actually an antique store. My and Jason God. Found okay. It. <laughs> so I'm like, here we are. At April Rose, another creepy antique store run by another creepy old person. Sick of it. I assume it's in Philly. If it's not in Philly. Where else would it be? This podcast is over. It's done. There are no places that aren't. There are are no places but Philly. And I don't think I realized watching this show the first time just that like every second episode is them going to a different antique store. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't Ali go to like Target or whatever the fuck is going on? Like why didn't anyone? Because maybe she likes to reduce, reuse and recycle, you know? That's true. Hey. Maybe she's actually an environmental warrior. And that's why she's the nicest character on the show. And didn't deserve to die at all. No flaws. Only perfection. We love watching her flashbacks. We love watching her manipulate and gaslight her friends. We we adore it. Next, Toby tries to intimidate a random boy who Hannah is using as her cover. Oh, my God. Okay. has been like, Toby's coming with me as my platonic date to this thing because there's a boy that's creeping me out and I want protection. And this poor random guy that she picks... Toby like, There's just like a group of like, nerds what? like looking at her. It's so cu- okay. Toberki and Hannah are such a fun pairing at the church. I feel like we don't get a Toberki Hannah situation very much. Tobana, Tobana is a friendship that we want to see more of. I reckon Ashley Benson brings out the fun in Keegan Allen. Yes, I agree. Because the second he gets in it, I don't know if he's like intimidated by Troyan or something or he thinks he's like in a more serious like obviously that relationship is mm. not as comedic it's like serious like him and um Troyan 
But I'm just like, oh my God, you're so like wooden in Spoby scenes, in my opinion. He's wooden. Because his dick's so hard. Because Toberky want fuck. He want fuck. And he's an architect. Like, I get it. I don't know. I just thought I uh, Oh my God. Architect. Toe banner. Fuck a tect. Fuck a Like, like fuck a tect. Like, fuck a tect. Well, total of up. I think maybe. And then Toberky <laughs> asks Hannah to dance. And then I was like, they could have all couple swapped at some point, given that, spoiler alert, Spalub is a thing. Spalub? No. Spalub? No, we're not referencing that. I'm bleeping it. I don't want. I don't even want to hear about it. I don't I care if it. the people know. We're not, talk- not even going to entertain it until we have oh to when we get to that part of the show. Bleep. Makes me furious. Well, ah. then, speaking of furious, well, not really, but Ashley finds out that Ted is a pastor. A piece um, of pasta, yum yum. I've written Ashley Marin is desperate for wine. She's oh my god, she's so cute. She's like, so she's very desperate for wine. He's like, you can have a root beer. She's like, maybe that'll ferment. Slay. And I'm like, slay, girl. And then she finds out that Ted was a pasta. She didn't know. And then she's like, oh god. And you see her like getting her top that has such little cleavage and like trying Truly. to cover herself up as if she's like slut of the century. And it's she doesn't very- realize she could wear a garbage bag. We all mm. still want to fuck her. It's not, Absolutely. you know, she can't control it. Got nothing to do with what she's wearing. It's that beautiful face, body, and soul. Mm. 100%. It's an essence. Then back to April Rose, Spencer sees Allison's charm anklet on one of the mannequins. Oh, my God. This flashback is psychotic. Oof. Um, Dear Lord. We're like, she wears it as an anklet. <laughs> But she's also just like, what, 14? And she's like dressed up for the for the gods. And she's like, I'm trying to have us like get us the best summer ever so we can be on like the futons of frat boys. I'm like, <gasps> stay safe, Ali. Stay safe. Don't try to lose your virginity just to do it. And that's <sighs> advice to everyone. I mean, also, no, no slut shaming. Just you do you. But no, also, not at all. Alison clearly obsessed with status, obsessed with growing so quickly it's just grim it's very grim it is grim it's scary it doesn't feel safe um and spencer's frustrated in the flashback being like oh my god you're going you're gonna leave me you came here to hang out with me you've been ignoring me the whole time now you're ditching me of course to go hang out with someone and she's like nice anklet who gave it to you and she's like a friend you don't know her and then allison disappears and spencer's like oh god okay whatever then M has now arrived at the party. And so has Holden? Why? Of course, famously, a Emily Holden scene. Just what we need. M Holden. It's such a weird scene as well because it just like makes no sense of like these two do not have a relationship. And also what is Holden doing at the church? That's, That's kind of what I loved. I was like, oh, like this is a church party. Holden is just there okay and then okay writers fitting this scene into this weird location that makes no sense for him to be in he rigidly extends his arm (laughs) to emily and in his hand is a cupcake and he says you want a cupcake and i said yes me please and i was in a way that's like this is this cupcake is laced but then obviously it's about yeah yeah because i'm like this is so weird but then we see the wrist tattoo, which is actually a stamp from a party. Mm-hmm. That, that changes cool. venues. 
Hmm. Apparently it's at a different place every week. And he says, oh, yeah, I used to see your girlfriend there. And she's like, Maya? And he's like, I don't know. And then he walks away. <laughs> very help, very helpful to be like, mm. I saw your dead girlfriend at this secret party that moves. Anyway, I'm bored. Goodbye. Time to go party in the church. Got any drugs at this church party? Off I go. Please. He's going to get then, the communion wine. Going to get cum union. That's right. And Ted and Wilden and Ashley all get into a bit of like a tryst of sorts. Because um, Wilden is everything, everywhere. Everywhere. All at all once. All at once. All the time. Uh, this being one of those times and he is like, hi there, Pastor Ted or whatever. And he's like, oh, and he talks to Ashley. He's like, oh, you two know each other? And, and Ashley's like, yeah, um, my daughter was really good friends with Alison De Laurentiis and, you know. So we know each other from the case. And he's like, yeah, and we said so, so something sinister along the lines of like, yeah, we'll see each other again. And we keep seeing each other or something like that. And I hate it. I hate this man. And it was enough to bum Ashley out mm-hmm. that then when her and Ted are dancing, she says she has a searing headache and she goes home. She leaves. And it's sad. And we fucking hate that. I hate and then, Wilden. Yes, absolutely. And then Hannah goes into the actual church room the, rather than the like hall where the party is to see A because they've planned a, a meetup. What What are they going there for? I truly <laughs> don't know. Like this, this plot really kind of whizzed by me in a big way where I had to go on like the wiki to really kind of center in on like what's going on I'm like okay we're forging a note we're going to the church Hannah's stressed about the church being booked they're going ahead with the church anyway Wilden's here he thinks the girls are helping Garrett then he kind of like says some weird stuff about like she keeps creating problems and his only her mum knows how to solve them with a sucking and fucking of course expert yep he appears he's creepy and then she's like oh god does that mean he's a is he involved what's going on Wilden being a would have we said this I I guess it's like very obvious but like Wilden being a makes a lot of sense yes and he's Mm. not unfortunately it would have been it's too good a solution Uh, I don't know there was another solution that would have been better which is fucking W-R-E-N, which, oh, God. When we get to that final episode, when we get to that final episode, just let me, let me unleash. Unleash the beast. I've got a long time till then. Next, Ezra is watching a black and white movie as always. (laughs) I wrote in all caps, Ezra, watch old movie. (sighs) Get a DVD player. Like... Go watch Get Transformers a- 2. Go to the theatre and watch Transformers 2. Jesus. But he doesn't. He watched old movie. Arya comes home. She confronts him about the moolah. He yes. sold his, what, granddad's car. His grandfather left him a car and he sold it for cash. He wanted to restore it. But because of him not having a job and everything, he feels like he had no other option. And he says that he didn't tell her because he's embarrassed that he's poor now. And I wrote, well... Sorry that you got fired from your job, but don't be a fucking pedophile if you don't want to get fired and have a bad Le- reputation. Legit. Like, and you can go work at a pub. Go pub, Stop girl. guilting Arya. Stop taking all this, like, weird emotional stuff out on her. She is a child. You're a freak. 
Freaking the sheets, oh. freaking a robe. Mm. Oh, and something uh, just that'll kind of come to a head that happened a few whatever ago. Um, Jason and Spencer hand that anklet bracelet over to the police. Mm-hmm. So they did that a while ago because my next note is Daddy Hastings comes home or something. He tells Spencer the case is thrown out because Spencer Uh-oh. turned in the bracelet mm-hmm. and the charges against Garrett have been dismissed. Which means he's free. And she's like, that's free not what I wanted. We're trying to 901 free at last. No, they wanted him. No, no, too locked up forever. And then Troyan acts her ass off. She goes upstairs and screams into a pillow. Important. Important rageful woman moment. And then she gets a text that says, hey, Spence, I have one more surprise for you. Garrett isn't the killer, A. (gasps) Then there's an A scene where A is eating a bowl of ice cream that is a variation of colours that looks very fun and funky. It was so fun because we love, whoops, we love A. And we love ice cream. A reads the paper and on the front page is the headline about Garrett being released. And then A looks through classifieds and circles an ad for for rent for somewhere. Yeah, room for Mm. rent. And then calls the number. Oh, interesting. I was just thinking of when we did Original Sin. Remember our bit that we loved A in Original Sin? And it was like that fucked creature. I love this A having a nice little ice cream. Me too. Love. Important. I hope they don't get it on their black hoodie. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some trivs. Just one little trivia. It's pretty boring. Um, The title of this episode is derived from the book title The Remains of the Day by Kazuo Ishiguro. Sorry if I butchered the pronunciation on that. Um, Which is about a butler who remembers his former friendship with his employer whom we slowly realize harbored a secret love for him. So what? I don't really know how that like, if it's just a (laughs) reference, just because I'm like, that doesn't seem like super thematic. Is that maybe the movie that Ezra was watching? Yeah. This is a book, but maybe like, maybe it became a, I don't know. Who knows? Do we have any triv? And that's the trivia. Um, Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it's not a, It's not fun. And I'm sorry to the listeners. Don't be sorry. We thank you. We thank you for doing such hard work. <laughs> thank you. Mm. Who sign tell me some seggies, some seg rolls, some segments. Uh, head over to our Instagram at call.and.adult where our we have a pinned post that explains all of these if you're like, what the fuck do they mean? Because we don't know what? anymore. They'll be there for you. When the rain starts to fall. Okay. I mean, a so lot of times. Hottest adult of the episode. Ashley hmm. Marin at the church. It's got to be a little, Being a little slut for God. It's tough now that Ted's in the picture too because, like, cute. I'm, I think I'm going to give it to Daddy Hastings. Um, not for his actions, just because, like, I don't know if we haven't seen him in a while. I was just feeling it. I don't know. I was feeling the buttercream fantasy from Daddy Hastings. I mean, I was really feeling Ezra in that robe. Oh, but sometimes Ezra should get hottest adult because he is an adult, (sighs) and we need to. We do remember that. 
That's true. We do remember that and we think about it constantly. We think about it a lot. Because his girlfriend's child. Yeah. But yeah, I think Ashley and Daddy Hastings are good entrants. Yeah. What was the yikes of the episode? Hmm. What was the yikes? Hmm. Um. There's got to be something better than Ezra, but that's just what's popping into my brain. Um. Hmm. Maybe, honestly, a yikes from Spencer to not fuck Toberki on that couch in Ugh. front of me. You know, let me see. Let <laughs> us see it. That's a yikes. No, um, I would say my yikes is maybe is, oh. uh, H- Hannah just like hiding in the church pews when meeting yeah. up with whoever was going to be there to dangerously maybe like kill her. That is a good yikes. Yeah, I think mine's Wilden. For kind of being the other person in that seat, like Wilden mm. is just a yikes. He's a permanent yikes. He's a permanent yikes. Oh, also, um, Hannah going into Mrs. Reynolds' hospital room and oh then my her, god, yeah, that fuck. losing her heartbeat. Okay, that yeah, <laughs> kill almost killing we forget. a woman. We fully Jesus. forget that. Truly, it, literally a yikes. Um, who so gets funny. a buttercream from us, Daddy Hastings? Hmm. Toberki for doing so well and slaying the construction game. Toberki, and then also like being there for Hannah. Not that he knows yeah. why, and look, he's angry when he realizes he's been lied to and all that. But like, I loved Toberki in this episode. He seemed light. He seemed fun. He seemed cute. Slay. Toberki, have a buttercream, little architect. Who needs okay. to wait for Nolkan's crazy bread? Also, Hannah, for yeah. both of those things, for almost killing a woman who's on in a coma and for not being safe in a meeting with a situation, you know? I agree. I think the NAT club. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's a yikes. I just, like, I don't know. I just, like, saw the NAT club in my notes and I remembered and that's a yikes, and it's a crazy bread, and it's a hard, it's a soft cover, not a hard yes. cover. Um, what gave us a hard cover? What gave us a big Ezra old... in that robe? Oh, for me, which is annoying. It is annoying. For me, it was um, Toby um, pretending to be intimidating to those nerds. Oh yeah, that was that it was, was cute and cute. I don't know, he was so cute and fun. I love that. I'm on the Keegan train. What gave us a soft cover? This is the opposite. I also, Ezra in the robe is a contender for both of these categories for me. Yeah, I I know what you mean. 100, like, it is a hard cover and a soft cover. No, you know what gave me a soft cover? Ezra in the PJ pants doing the poses. (gasps) That legitimately gave me a soft cover. Which is not to say he looks unattractive, everyone. It's He looks hot. It just kind of made me feel weird. The ick, you know? The ick. Mm. That's it. Last but not least. And this is a who gets a wine from Byron? It is 100% Ashley Marin. It's Ashley Marin. She's desperate for wine. She's looking for the communion wine for sure. Oh. And that was that episode. That was episode six. The remains of a. Important, incredible. Ash just yawned and went at the same time. Sometimes you got to multitask. That's super impressive. Thank you. Um, 
Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. We hope you loved it because we love you. We love you. And I love you, Haley. I love you, Ash. I hope. Mama. Mama. Ash, I hope you have a really lovely week ahead. And to my oh. listeners, I hope you have a beautiful week ahead as well. Absolutely. Me too. Hashtag me too. To <laughs> all of you, hoping you have a good week. And of course, please, everyone, don't forget please. to close, close your, your damn, damn blinds. blinds. Okay. It's, it's, it's been so many episodes at this point. If you have your blinds open at this moment, tell yourself off, go to the closest mirror and be like, stop that. Stop that. You and have then to go wait for crazy them. bread. You ha- oh, you're not getting any. But if your blinds are closed, you get a wine from Byron. You get a wine from Byron. You get a buttercream. And you can have hottest adult. If you take care of yourself and your safety and close your goddamn blinds. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Good night. And good night and. Or good morning. I don't. Whenever you're listening, I don't know. Goodbye. Hi. Berkey won't fuck. Sounds like that. Toe Berkey won't fuck. Toe Berkey won't fuck. Sounds like, oh yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, no, I'm busy trying to find A. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Calling Adult. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at call.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Haley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut, shut your, your damn, damn blinds! See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.